Welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and today I have a guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Hi, I'm Robert. Hi, how are well, you I don't doing know what else today? To say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm really excited um, because I'm, I'm not so say... excited about this. Are you? One. Are you excited? Do you like the movie? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. Before I get too much into it, because I'm very excited about that. Um, introduce yourself. Tell me about yourself. Tell me how we met because I forgot. Um, but yeah, you forgot how we met. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I would like you to tell me. <laughs> we met recently in yeah. the production of evil dead, the musical, yeah. um, which was so much fun. Um, am I glad it's over so I can sleep? Yes, but it was still really fun to do. Yes. So yeah, like, um, I wanted you on the podcast because you would actually like you brought it up to me, you asked me if I had a podcast and I was really surprised. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's about Disney Channel. And you said that you hadn't watched that much of it, which I was like, oh, that's interesting because it was such a huge part of my life growing up. But you said that you'd seen the movie that we're reviewing today, which is Phantom of the Megaplex. But yeah, how did you, I guess, okay, I guess we'll start like, how did you come across this movie? But more than that, what, what was your childhood like? How much did Disney Channel play a part in your childhood? <laughs> That's so, that's such a big question. Okay, well, I um, guess more so like what, what was the media that you consumed in your childhood? Okay. Uh, well, I, I did not watch any Disney Channel movies. So like, I've only as an adult, through other people's nostalgia, like yeah. gone back and watched some of these movies. Um, I had a roommate who when she found out that I hadn't seen any of these movies, like once a week, she made me watch one of the movies. Oh so like, God. that's how I saw Johnny Tsunami. Uh, that's how I saw, um, uh, what's the roller skating one? Brink? Brink. Oh that's God. how I saw Brink. <laughs> yeah. um, that's how I saw a bunch of these movies. Um, I was more of a Nickelodeon and Cartoon, Net Cartoon Network kid. Yeah. So like um, Rocket Power and Cat Dog and, and oh, yeah. uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog and all that. Um, that's what I watched. And then like Mythbusters like oh, that kind of stuff oh fun did you see the episode yeah. where they have like the giant piece of paper and they're trying to fold it like <laughs> i've seen every episode of that show oh, okay because i asked my parents when it first came out it was on like at nine o'clock and my bedtime was eight or something oh my and God. it's the first time i ever asked my parents like can i stay up past my bedtime and they're like no and so i did it anyway and i watched oh the first God. episode of mythbusters <laughs> oh my God. yeah so that's what i watched what was like a show that was like you like what was your favorite or like a show you're like oh my god this show really gets me like did you have something that you like feel like i don't i ask because like for me like obviously lizzie mcguire was a very defining show in my <laughs> life and still haunts me um but mm -hmm. i don't know if there was a show that you like really resonated with Ooh, that's a good question um i really liked courage the cowardly dog nice and I think it had an effect on me in that now my interests are all like super dark and twisted because that show is going back and watching that show is insane. Like that show, you've seen Courage, right? A little bit. Not much. Oh, yeah, I know. What okay. a waste. I know. That's it's a weird show. But yeah, that probably Courage. Is there like a lot of stuff that like went over your head as a kid and you're like, oh, fuck. This so much. Oh, <laughs> like so much looking back and watching it now makes sense like my sense of humor and so, some people like oh things are super creepy and dark i was like ah that means i would like it more like because of that show being so it's so weird 
but so much fun. <laughs> Would you recommend it? Should I go back and watch it? Yes, do okay. it. Okay. It's weird. I like weird stuff. I think I could like. Well, there you go. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I didn't watch enough Cartoon Network because, like, I was so stuck on Nick and Disney Channel. Um, the only mm -hmm. show I don't—you probably didn't watch this. The only show I watched on there was uh, Powerpuff Girls. I did watch Powerpuff Girls. I love Powerpuff okay, Girls. Okay, okay, yeah. that's, that's good to know. Uh, what? Who's your favorite yeah. out of the three? Uh, was the green one? Buttercup. Buttercup. I love Buttercup. She, she was, was my badass. favorite. Yeah. And then Mojo Jojo was the villain in that one, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the monkey with like the brain and the helmet and stuff like that. I liked Mojo Jojo. Yeah, he's <laughs> it was great. funny. That show had a lot of good like villains in it. So what Very is your yeah, what is your favorite movie? Or if you don't have one, like what is your five favorite? I don't know this about you. I could do three. Okay, I could do three. Because I have my top three. Um my favorite is Mad Max Fury Road. Which I don't know if you've seen that one, but no, I highly I recommend it. it. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Like the classic original, the original Jurassic one. Park. Okay. Um, and then the movie The Martian with Matt Damon. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, The Martian's one of my favorite books, and I oh. really like the adaptation. It's not perfect, but it's still really good. Okay. And did you, like, when you were a kid, like, did you watch, like, kids stuff? Or, like, did you, like, watch, like, adulty stuff, like, when you were young, like... When did you start getting exposed to stuff that you like actually really like now? That's kind of a broad question, but take it wherever you want. No, that's, I like that one. Um, <laughs> my parents were little strict in what I could watch. Um, mm -hmm. Nothing with any kind of sexual content, no real violence. Yeah. But um, when I turned, I think it was uh, like 15, I saw my first R-rated movie at a friend's sleepover, who oh was my the 40-year-old virgin. Oh my God. Okay. It was such a weird one. And then after my parents found out about that, they're like, ah, right. You and your three younger brothers watch whatever you want. Oh my God. And then we got to watch all these crazy movies. Interesting. Um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, and like, where did you grow up? Where are you from? Ah, I'm from a uh, little town, Valley Center, California. That's oh. like, I half, know you're or, from Valley Center. Center. Oh, okay. Do you know where Valley Center is? That's like kind of near Temecula-ish, right? Uh, kind of. If you know where Escondido is, keep going, and that's oh, Valley Center. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I grew up there. So I guess we should get to the movie <laughs> Phantom of the Megaplex, which is a Disney <laughs> Channel movie that came out on... I'm going to get you the exact date. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. This movie came out on November... Oh, my God! November 10th, the year 2000. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you which, serious? Yeah. Yeah. So it came out 21 years ago today. 21 years ago today. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't <laughs> even do that on purpose. That is so fun. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. So yeah. What were, what do you think you had to guess you were doing that day 21 years ago? 21 years ago. Well, I was, oh man, I'm bad at math. Six. Yeah. I was six, I think. Uh, so I don't remember. Okay. Probably like smearing paint into carpet or something. Nice. That's so fun. I love that for you. Um, what were you uh, doing 21 years ago today? Okay, so I I was also six. We are the same age, so that, that's kind of That's so funny. Um, you know, yeah, maybe something similar. Uh, I was probably playing on a soccer game I really didn't want to be at. 
So, you know, maybe. maybe oh, was soccer your sport? Um, I had to do soccer for three years because my mom really wanted me to. And then I did like gymnastics for like a while. And I was actually pretty good at that. And then um, I did cheerleading, which like is out of all the sports I did. I like that the best because it's like kind of similar to theater. Mm. Oh, OK, quick. I'm sorry. I'm oh, but back to sorry. Back to, okay. back to it. So finally, OK, I will get to the movie. <laughs> um, so movie Phantom of the Megaplex a big part of why I wanted you on this podcast, other than you said you've seen it, is um, do you, have you spent some time in movie theaters before? <laughs> I've spent a little time in movie theaters before. I spent five years of oh my, my life God. in a movie theater because I worked at a movie theater Yay. for that time. Um, I became an assistant manager at a uh, company. I don't want to say the name. Just oh, yeah, in case. just say the name. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so five years working in a movie theater. So I have like, I know it's a movie and it's like a kid's movie. So who cares? But I was picking this movie theater apart. I was not happy with it. Yeah. Um, And it was just so ridiculous watching with that in mind, like working at this theater. Yeah. Um, Because it was a very interesting time period because, I mean, it was my first job and it was a minimum wage customer service job. Yes. Wait, so you, how old were you when you started working there? And like, what inspired you? You were just like, I need a job. That sounds fun. Like, were you excited? I was excited. I started when I was 19. Okay. Um, but it was uh, 2013. Oh my and God. my, I, it was in college and I had like a couple like odds and ends jobs, like helping mm-hmm. neighbors with stuff, but I needed to get a job mm-hmm. um, while I was in college. And I was excited for my first day. And then after my first day, I was like, I never want to go back. Yeah. This is miserable. And then I stayed there for five years. Yeah. <laughs> that place was insane. Um, and I am very excited to. But yeah. I, so, Phantom I of the will... Meta- Megaplex. Yes. Um, okay. So, this movie is about a kid who works at a movie theater named. Um, it's like Danny or Pete. something? His name is Pete. So Pete. He's a His name is Pete. 17 year old boy named Pete. And um, yeah, what did you think of him? He he works at the movie theater, and he seems to really enjoy his job. What did you think of that? That is, th- that is the biggest <laughs> fallacy of this movie. Yeah, because he's the youngest assistant manager, mm-hmm. which was basically what I was. Yeah, I wasn't the youngest manager um, because my friend who got hired right after, who got me the job, mm-hmm. was a few months younger than me. Yeah, but we were the two youngest managers at this fucking place. Yeah, and we were miserable. <laughs> Yeah. So the fact that he's like, oh, showing up to work and he's so excited is fake. That no one was happy to be there. No one, like, so yeah, because they have, so part of this movie is there's like all these different like characters who like work there who like are all pretty excited to like be there, even like the manager is, and they all like, they seem to get along. And uh, yeah, is that realistic? Did you like your coworkers, like other than your friend? Like, no. No, you hated them? No. Everyone hated everyone. Why? Why and, is it such a miserable oh, work? Because it's 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 very fast and messy, and the people there, like the customers, were brutal yeah. about the dumbest thing. I mean, that was a customer service job, and the management had been beaten to uh apathy and we're just done they didn't yeah. care the place could burn down and no one would care but it needed to look good yeah so there was like this thin veneer of everything's great over just a crumbling building oh my god yeah okay so this movie like is about uh yeah the movie theater 
this guy works there. He's very excited, which apparently is very unrealistic. And they're having a premiere at this movie theater in this like unidentified town. I guess it's a small town. Do you, they like ever mention like, oh, this is in like Oklahoma or some like podunk place, or do they just say small town? I think it's just some town USA. It's it's not really a place. Okay. So this is like a big thing that they're having like a premiere there and they're having like all these famous people come and they're having the director and like the manager is, uh, I don't remember what his, do you remember the manager's name? I don't even know if it's that important. The the owner of the theater or the guy, the Not guy with the, the bow tie? The, the guy with the bow tie. Um, He was, uh, Paul. Is it Paul? Sean, Sean, Sean his name was Sean, Sean. Okay. Sean. Sean, okay, yes. Sean McGibbon. And that's the thing is at the end- They he's keep like, fucking up his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he he's really excited for the director to show up and for like this movie period when it happened. So they're, so at the theater, they have this old guy named Mason, who is like Movie the one, Mason. Yeah, Movie Mason, Movie Mason. And he like owns, he owned the theater at some point and he has a lot of pride in it. And he shows up all the time, even though he no longer owns it. And it really pisses the- manager sean off and uh everyone else seems to really appreciate it is there like in your experience was there any like but is this realistic at all what do you think no yeah <laughs> we did have an old guy who was at the theater and we hated him so the, i can't because i was thinking like when i watched this like no one would like appreciate this guy everyone would think he's like really creepy and like not want him around so yeah that's that would be pretty unrealistic too yep also the fact that movie mason is played by mickey rooney i know Oh, yeah. He's just in this movie. Yeah, I'm surprised he agreed to do this. I'm I, very confused. I am too. Why. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, this um, oh Mickey God. Rooney. I know it's uh, yeah. So he, this is another part that is interesting. So they're having this premiere. They're gathering all the like employees around, and he's giving them a speech about how important this premiere is. And then he gets a call right in the middle of this. <laughs> meeting and he's told that he's not hired as the regional manager and as soon as that happened i was like so he's the phantom like <laughs> what did you think was that was that your thoughts um i <laughs> when he got that call i was too t like worked up in in like my own movie theater memories to i forgot about the phantom yeah yeah <laughs> like i forgot yeah. that was gonna be a person yeah um but he's the one who hangs the balloons yeah becomes, yeah yeah so once i heard that and then they came like the water balloons fell it was like oh it's that guy he's the yeah. he's the phantom he's the dude and he kept on getting like tied up that, or that something so weird so throughout the movie like they're because he like the manager like on this very important day just keeps disappearing and like things are going wrong the popcorn machine isn't working all this i shit. have a whole bit on this oh i'm so upset Wait. about that stupid popcorn machine that's not how poppers work that is so stupid that is i uh also Wait, yeah poppers. Wait. do share uh, it's just not it's a dumb it's a totally dumb nitpicky thing Wait, that's just not how they work uh nothing comes out the top the top is disgusting and greasy uh also poppers are very dangerous and if you ever go to the movie theaters and look in concessionists look at their arms and you'll see on their uh on their wrists or on their um their like forearms uh if they've been there for a long time there's probably a lot of burns because that thing is super hot and they just reach their hands in there um, so how does it work you're in that it's like in a bowl and then it pops up and then it goes to the bottom and you're supposed to like reach and get it uh so yeah it's just in the little kettle there which gets super hot there's this little box on the bottom that on the of the kettle that gets super hot and you fill it up until you stop hearing popping noises and then you dump it and then you put more in but 
on a night that they have, which they claim to have 7,000 people on a Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, there, I did a little, I took notes. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, their screen, which has 26, um, 26 screens yeah. with uh, 63 showings a night. That is 2.4 showings a screen. There's 7,000 people coming to this stupid theater. We had 16, and on a busy, on our busiest night that I ever worked, we had 3,000. 3,000 people. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know about these like show times or whatever. But you also, we ran out of popcorn every night we had a night like this. So there's yeah. no way that they're like overflowing with popcorn. Again, so yeah. stupid. No. This is so dumb. And I hate that my brain's stuck on it. Um, but yeah, the poppers are stupid. And when you go to concessions next time, look at the people's arms because they've probably got burns. I'm super lucky. I don't have any burns. I was going to say, like, some, did they, like, were they the kind of place where, like, if you were, like, injured or if you, like, had some sort of crisis, they were like, ah, keep working. Or, like, how, how much did they really care about their employees? I guess that's kind of a broad question as well. Uh, there were some people that cared. But there were also people that didn't. And it could be very much... Oh, you're hurt? Oh, I'm sorry. You're working now, right? Um, I think we called someone in from a wedding that they were in. Oh, my God. They're like, you're coming into work, right? And they showed up. And Oh, my God. So they missed the wedding just to be at a Just to come theater. to a fucking shift. Oh, my God. Which I was the one. I still think about that. I was the one who had to call them in because I, oh gave, I said they could go. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, you can't do that them over so oh much oh my god were they pretty pissed at you they were justifiably they yeah. should have been mad at me i yeah. like uh being a manager sucks yeah oh god never done it i don't think Good. i will ever be a manager don't. okay i will never accept that position thank you for your permission um so, <laughs> um so another part of this movie is that this guy pete the main character is like he has like an annoying little sister and brother and like the mom is like a single mom which like that's like a big trope in all these like disney movies it's like always a single parent like it's an exception if they're not because <laughs> i mean i think it's like realistic a lot of people like don't have their parents together but a lot of times it's like dead parent and they like have like some sort of scene where like oh remember when dad used to show us movies <laughs> like <laughs> and like dad always had like a remember movies are magic and if you yeah. watch movies you learn life or some weird saying yeah yeah also and you say annoying those two kids were my favorite no, part of well, the movie okay annoying to him but they they were the little brother was my favorite character he was, he so, was so funny he was adorable and he was such a good actor and he like he saved the day he this yeah? 17 year old boy would not have been able to do anything without his little brother who watches all the movies and knew what the phantom was going to do so yeah. no they were they were very good characters i liked them a lot and they actually do seem to get along but basically he like has this premiere and his brother and sister are just like hanging around the whole time like while everything kind of goes to shit. and um another part of this movie which is also a big trope is that he got tickets for this girl so that <laughs> um so that he likes of course to go to the theater for the premiere and he's hoping that that will uh bloom some sort of romance between the two of them um did you have <laughs> yeah what what was that like did you have any romances with like co-workers or like with like did you get people free tickets like is there how often does that kind of stuff occur when you work at a job for five years <laughs> 
Um, a lot. <laughs> like a lot. Oh my god. Uh, when you become a manager, you can let people in for free. And I did a lot. Oh my I god. I let so many people in. Uh, corporate found out about it. And they're like, hey, every other theater gives like five passes a month and you guys are in the 50s. <laughs> we got in trouble. As for romance in the theater. Yeah, oh my God. Uh, I will say everyone in that theater, while we all hated each other, everyone was trying to get with everyone else. Oh my God. So it is very much one of those kind of locations. Um so yes. Oh, also, did I ever use uh, letting people in as like a romantic thing? Yeah. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Oh my god! Uh, yes, but do you have did. any fun juicy stories from uh, that? <laughs> do I have any fun juicy stories? Yes. Uh, but that is for after the podcast okay, okay, when there's okay. not a microphone. That's fine. That's mind. fine. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> but if you you want to know this, I'll one hundred percent tell okay, you. Okay, I'll ask you later. Just oh no god. recordings. No, 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 no. I understand. <laughs> Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, there's this cute girl. Of course, he has like a nemesis who like looks very similar to him. Okay, um, I mixed them up too. I yeah, thought it was crazy. I thought yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. They're both like medium height blonde teenage boys who like wear very nondescript clothes. Yep. So I like didn't yeah, there wasn't a big difference. And the girl like kind of like she acted like she liked the main character Pete guy, but then she also like kind of like went in between the two of them, like back and forth. And so I was kind of confused. I don't know if she's really that great of a person. Um, Did she have a personality? No, Did she, she was had she no there? personality. No, she barely said anything. Like that's the weird thing is like in these movies, they always have like a crush on someone and they're like, they're so great, but they never have a personality ever. Um, and, or they end up being like kind of a bitch and she like kind of was neither, like she never, really did anything so did she have any lines i remember so there's this one part where he's talking about the premiere and he's like all these stars are going to be there and like she was really oh, into the right. lead actor guy yeah and um like he's like oh i could introduce you to him if you want and she got all excited about that and then he, um he gave her the pete guy the oh. actor, his bow tie his bow tie yes i did not like pete you didn't like I thought, pete i thought he was so weird uh, it could have been because he was like my position at the movie theater. And so okay. I saw myself and I was like, no, get away. It yeah. could 100% be that. But no, didn't like Pete. Uh, and that scene especially was so weird. He's like, oh, well, uh, I can get you in if uh, if you want. And he's, ah, I didn't like that him. Was, it was kind of, that, I don't, they're trying to make it romantic. It was very like, uh, It was and, so and, weird. It's very cringy. I mean, it's like teenagers. So of course it's like, I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, that was, oh, I would hate if Good someone point. talked to me that way. But like, it was, yeah, he wasn't, I mean, and another thing is like, I don't know if they're trying to like make him seem, cause like the main characters of these movies are usually kind of nerdy or kind of like average and like, I don't know. I feel like they're, do you feel like they were trying to pose him as he's kind of an outcast or he's kind of nerdy or is he just kind of supposed to be like very relatable and very plain and very boring? Well, I think his whole thing was that he worked too much, right? That was yeah. his that was his gimmick is that, oh, you're 17, you should be living your life. And yeah, he I he I could have seen him being like awkward because he was all nervous around or that she was showing up, but yeah. he was still boring. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like him. He was very boring. The his siblings were much more interesting characters. Exactly. Yes. I want their movie. Yeah, me too. I think they should have done a spinoff of it mm -hmm. without, or just taken him out of the movie altogether. 
So basically there's like this phantom who's going around and like messing all sort of stuff up. He like sets off like smoke machines and like fans in the theater and is like making all kinds of stuff go wrong. And um, they're really curious as to what this, like, why is this happening? And like, we're having this premiere. The timing in this movie was very strange because like, they're having this premiere, it's happening later tonight, but also like, what time is it right now? Like, is it like, yeah, did you think that was kind of weird? The, it just like, never, it was a never ending night. It was just, yes. Whoever, however many hours and all these movies going on. And yet there's like a full on paparazzi limo line outside. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, so all this stuff is going wrong. And then they keep seeing the like phantom around and he he's wearing a cape and like a mask and all this stuff. And he's really not running that fast. Like they see him like very slowly putting like a tube of like fog into a theater and they're like, that's him. But they don't ever like try to catch him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was, I mean, I don't know. It's a kid's movie, but it's still. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. But um. Have also ever... how all the the mayhem he was causing related to whatever movie was in the yes, theater I like the tornado remember. one the fan turned on yeah yeah so every every he, he must have done like a lot of work into like figuring out how he's going to ruin every particular movie with something that relates to it it was kind of cute actually yeah. but um so yeah they're trying to solve this his brother his little brother pete's little brother i think his name is brian yes um him um he knows a lot about movies and he helps like solve like all the things about like what why the phantom's doing this and where he is and yeah like you said earlier the like the manager guy who like i'm gonna spoil it yeah the guy who is the phantom Phantom. yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think we've already spoiled it yeah yeah he just keeps like they keep finding him tied up and so he's apparently tying himself up like i guess i mean It's so his, I don't know. I know it's a kid's movie, so it's all going to like at the end be like, and they're all fine, but he was so annoying. And um, the fact, I don't know if we want to talk about this at the end or not, but like the fact that he did all this because he didn't get the promotion that kind of happened in my theater. Wait, really? Yeah. What happened? (laughs) Uh, There was, oh man, I gotta be careful. Uh, there was a person who was a in a management position who was in line to become the general manager once the general manager retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that general manager left the theater and the original one was skipped over in line. So this person did everything they could to try and sabotage the new general manager yeah. and then got caught. Thankfully, this was all after I left. But oh, okay. So you, I like, know. heard this drama from, like, other people. Like, you didn't have to, like, firsthand experience it. Yeah, which, whew. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I left, I made, I burned some bridges because I screwed up. Um, that's a whole another. It was a bad place. I left. I was done. I was done with that place. That theater is the reason I'm as pessimistic, pessimistic as I am is because of that place well some jobs you like realize they made you so jaded like i've definitely experienced that like i was a much chipper person before i learned how terrible people can be um but yeah no i i understand that like do you feel like you were very different going in than you were leaving super different really like i was so happy and and thought people were great and everyone was awesome and everyone wanted to work together and then i worked went there and then it was miserable 
Yeah. Also, sorry if you've already said this on the podcast, but where did you work? I'm curious. Um, I've worked, I've had so many jobs in my life. I've had like, I can't, I probably can't even count, especially after like I graduated college. Um, I like worked in retail. I worked at Nordstrom, DSW, Forever 21, Anthropology. And then I've worked um, at like, you know, when you can like, when you're, um, like if you're a mom or dad and you want your kids to go take a picture with Santa, like I worked at one of those <laughs> things. Cause I worked cause I was like, I, I think I was like 22 and I like needed a job. Cause I had a really shitty like series of jobs after college that paid nothing. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, I needed a second one cause I was working no hours. And so I was like, oh, this would be fun. Like I could be an elf. Maybe I could have a cute costume. And like, it didn't turn out that way at all. It was just like me wearing black and you stand there and you just like shake things at babies to try to make them cry. Or not cry, not cry. They mostly try cried. and make them cry. Yes, yes. that's that's um, what you tried to do. You trying to make them laugh, and they never did, and they're always crying in the pictures. And then you be there for ten minutes trying to get a smiley picture for the mom, and and that was like that job I thought would be fun because I'm like I I liked Christmas at the time, but the um just the the people who like were the Santas were like two of them were like so mean like like one of them was such a dick he would yell at us like when there was no one else around like we, that we were so slow and then one of them was like really creepy and like that's what i was afraid of yeah i was in there with him like by myself once and oh. i was like very clearly cold and he's like oh if you get cold you can come sit on santa's lap no yeah no i know it was so gross and so i from then on i was like i'm not gonna like be alone with this guy and like if i ever was i just like went to the complete opposite side of the room because i was like i don't know what he's gonna say to me he was obviously a very lonely person but still like i don't know i've like now i'm very suspicious of anyone who's like a santa because like (laughs) it's just like if you want like as a profession to have like children sit on your lap all day like maybe no that's definitely right yeah yeah (laughs) Glad I don't work in retail anymore. That was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, so would you say this is the shittiest job you've ever had? Is the movie theater? Yes. One? Uh, okay. No, actually, no, it's not. I was a telemarketer for a few months. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Do you do you don't want to say what company it was for? Nope. Okay. It was for a life insurance company, and I was trying to sell oh. people life insurance. Um, and that was because I was working that job at the same time I was at the movie theater. Oh. So I was going from one shitty job to another just trying to pay your way through college basically uh yeah i i yeah yeah just trying to get on my get on my own feet and get out of my parents house and you know i think i i took chunks out of my mental health but other than that nah that's fine (laughs) um okay so my fucking movie um so basically they're going through different people trying to figure out who it is they think it's this like janitor guy who like this is funny and movies like this they always have like one guy who's kind of like very no nonsense and he has like a jersey accent just because like that's just like who he is like i do you notice when they like give random people like accents that nobody else has mm-hmm. just like just because just the one dude yeah he which i liked that guy he was fun he was kind of like helping them solve things and he ends up not being the phantom they think the mason guy's the phantom and then he like he gives them this cute little well i don't know do you remember the part where he gives them a speech about I, like the magic of movies? i hated that speech so much yeah yeah it was... the magic of the movies it's like i've seen people have sex in these chairs and we don't clean them like you know, you there's no magic magical. about these chairs <laughs> there's no magic about the movies how often did that happen i'm also curious i've never had a job where it, like i had to like 
deal with that kind of stuff like at I'd, all <laughs> i'd say once a month really once a month and then uh when um i worked two of the 50 shades of gray movies ah! oh my god oh my god that went a lot oh my god so do you just like say get out or like we usually like all right guys let's can't do this here time to go yeah I've seen some shit. And oh, also during Fifty Shades of Grey, we found yes. um, a cucumber <gasps> in the theater. Oh my god. Uh, oh, dude, was it? Um... We didn't touch it. We scooped okay. it up and moved on. Didn't want to look too closely at no. that. No. Oh my god. Oh, well, that's something to remember. <laughs> um. Okay, so there's also this like very silly subplot in the movie of like so the mom is single and she has like a boyfriend that the kids actually like and the kids are pressuring her to like make him propose to her and at the end of the movie so at this point they found out that the uh, phantom is indeed the manager he was a phantom because he didn't get the regional manager position and so he's like wreaking havoc everywhere um and did did he suffer any consequences for no, his shit no he got and, fired yeah but then like even the director dude comes up and is like hey i'll turn your life into a movie yeah i they don't yeah he has no consequences he and gets yeah, away with it he does i think they're like well you'll never work here again and so he could probably go get another movie theater job like yeah. i don't think it's yeah not much consequences for him um and yeah, but um, yeah, what did you think of the, uh, the the subplot of like random proposal at end of movie? There were so many subplots. I forgot yeah. the parents were in the movie for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I don't know. It was so unnecessary. And to me, it felt tacked on. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. The thing ended, he gets his like, the the Pete kid gets his promotion that he turns down or whatever. And then oh, it's yeah. all done. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's like, by the way, I have something to say now. And then he proposes. Um, and then there's like that whole plant conversation. Oh, where yeah. Where they're not talking about it, but talking about it. So there's about a part it. where the mom is trying to get to the theater because all this like bad stuff is happening. She's like, well, I need to pick up my kids. And like she, the car breaks down and the guy, so the boyfriend... After the restaurant they were going to is closed. Oh, I need to Like shut down. That. Yeah, so all this like bad stuff is happening in this town that night. Like nothing's going right, and like she's like while the car is broken down, she sees like a plant hanging from like. A... <laughs> she sees two plants. She sees two plants, and she what? What did she say? Something about like, do you think those like? Uh, it's like, do you think it's right to? Uh, those two plants seem happy. Do you think it's right to uproot those two plants and put them in the same pot? And the guy goes, uh, no. There's so much damage that could be done to the roots. And what would the buds think to be thrown into this situation? <laughs> yeah, it was strange. And like, nobody talks this way in real life. I would never like, if I wanted somebody to propose to me, I would never like do it so indirectly. And it, it's just like weird. Cause it's like, this lady obviously has been like engaged before she has three kids from it. So it's like, she was talking like she was like 15 years old. It was very strange. The mom had like a very strange, like very juvenile personality for someone they, who has- It felt like it was, they were children. Yes, <laughs> they yes. They were children talking about it. Yeah. Um, and. The guy, like, so apparently, like, he gets from this situation that, like, he should propose to her, and I, 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 it's just a very forced 
I didn't even put that together. Why does he just decide to propose after the phantom is yeah. revealed? Yeah, it's very strange that he finds like so much romance in this moment. That he like really <laughs> needs to like propose in a f- disgusting movie theater. Yes, and he doesn't even he do- oh this part okay he doesn't have a ring but he feels so moved to propose to her and then the oh Mickey Rooney shows up with yeah! the ring. <laughs> god and he's like i always have a spare on me so apparently he like waits around for like when somebody needs to get engaged but doesn't have a ring to give it to them i don't know man i don't know there were so i don't know it's a kids movie but man yes it was i could have done without it but i don't know they like really wanted there to they like a lot of kids movies have like a proposal of the like adults in it like i don't really know why like they want to add some maybe it's for like the parents watching it um as an adult (laughs) i didn't really find that charming um at all um but you know good for her um oh okay i totally skipped this part but in the end like right before they find out who the phantom is they're in one movie was it like the movie was about dinosaurs or something like that and they have like all these inflatable oh that was the premiere that was the oh! that was the big thing that they were yes. doing yes and the fucking dinosaur inflatable dinosaur thing yes comes from the the mezzanine have you is ever the been in a theater like that that's has like a mezzanine? the upper level uh yes oh but not in San Diego, they don't really have them. They don't have that big of theaters there. I have, but that's not very common. Yeah. I okay. It's called the mezzanine. That, okay. So that's oh, I don't good. know. I I don't know. I'm a I, no. Honestly, idiot. you're probably right. The balcony. Um, the, yeah, the second level, basically, and they have this giant ass like <laughs> inflatable dinosaur. Yes. Yes. And it's just so weird because they like act like it's like real, basically. And the director <laughs> right. is giving the director is giving a speech in front of the um, screen about how important this movie is um i need what's the name of the movie i totally forgot uh, uh it's m starts it starts with m i also love because like he is given his speech and then like the mouth comes on his head yeah! <laughs> and then you could definitely tell that he was told to grab the tongue and like pretend to be oh like God. eaten by it but he just grabs onto the tongue yeah and so it's like making him look like this inflatable thing is eating him and he's, yes yeah it's it was oh and then pete gets a sword yeah that is at the theater and fights it yeah he jumps on top of the dinosaur like he <laughs> and i don't know does he like eventually end up popping the dinosaur or something like yeah he was like stabbing down into it and then he runs after the phantom yes and then they're kind of like fighting with like forgot what it was it was um, oh when they're behind the screen and it's yes. like the shadow puppets thing yeah yeah so they're like kind of fighting and then he like rips off his mask is that kind of how it, they oh, swing mi- through the they swing through the screen and mm-hmm. then and like a rope and then they like which is that's behind the screens is the most disgusting part of the theater because they're I'm, never clean wait what is behind the screen i'm so nothing. curious it's nothing? a wall there's a wall there there's nothing behind it it's disgusting back there. And that's all I could think of while he's like swinging and from the <laughs> thing and they're fighting. That's all I was like, that place is so gross. You guys don't even know. It's so disgusting. Um, so yeah, they, they defeat the dinosaur. They reveal that the phantom is the manager guy. And um, yeah, that was the movie. What did you think? <laughs> uh, it's weird. Yes. And it keeps getting weirder. Um, 
there's such an eclectic cast of strange, strange people. Yes. Uh, we didn't even talk about the guy who always asks questions. Or the, oh my God. Okay. The... Sorry. We have to go back. Um, they, everyone yeah. has these nicknames um, in, because of like the different personas, everyone has nicknames. There's this one girl who like talks way too fast. Racy Lacey. Racy Lacey. I, I relate. Um, and there's, um, <laughs> This guy who, like, anytime you ask him something to do something, he always comes back with, like, confusion, and they call him question mark. I love That's that. That's right. That was my favorite of all of them. I loved the girl who was super dark and is like, oh, yeah! I heard one time a guy didn't wear shoes, and then he died. <laughs> that, I loved her. She was so fucking cool. She was, and she had, like, um, like... The pink. Yeah, that was badass. She, um, like, had, like, a streak of pink in her hair, and she... She was cool. Wait, yeah. who was your favorite character? Other than the two, the two kids, the yeah. younger kids, because mm -hmm. definitely them. Yeah, uh, I'd say her, the dark yeah, girl, cool. the yeah. like, just because that's funny. Um, yeah. Is what like character did you like see yourself in most? Ooh, maybe the maybe Pete. Yeah, but like, in a bad way. Yeah, maybe like, I don't. Ah, God. I don't, you're not as boring as he was, for sure. Why, thank you. Yeah, you're not boring. Thank you. I wouldn't have had you on this if I thought you were a boring person. <laughs> Wait, who did you see yourself as? Or see The girl, a, a little bit of question mark, because I feel like I, I'm very good at getting confused, and I feel like in my jobs, like, people are always like, like, are you even listening to me? Because I always had questions, so I, I asked too many questions. And the little, I liked the little boy a lot. He was my favorite yeah. character. I don't know if I see myself in him, because I think he was a lot more heroic than I've ever been, but, like... <laughs> I thought he was really adorable. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, the girl he like Pete has a crush on has no personality, so I, I wouldn't say I really uh, find anything redeeming in her. But um, yeah, it was in my opinion, this movie is fun. It's good. It's like very random as decoms tend to be, mm -hmm. uh, but I would recommend it. I thought it yeah. was like really fun. Um, I do have one more thing that I need to say about yes, this wonderful say movie. It, say it. That hockey gumball scene. <laughs> You sent me a TikTok about this. Um, I yes, I did because yes. it makes me so mad. Wait, so okay, there's a scene within the movie. This was there. So the little boy, my favorite character, his mm -hmm. Brian, he like breaks a gumball machine. He lit rips the lid off. Not a big deal. And he's like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do. This is like the worst thing. Which I'm like, okay, he wouldn't be this freaked out about it, but whatever. And then like the nemesis of the main character Pete, uh, who looks just like him, is like, oh no, I'll fix it for you. And he like rips the whole machine so that gumballs go flying everywhere. And then to clean it up, he like somehow like suddenly a hockey stick appears. Just gets a hockey stick. Yeah. And start shooting the gumballs into a dump or a garbage can as everyone's like applauding yeah. and so happy to watch this kid play gumball hockey and like not clean it up. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was. And that, that's not realistic, right? Not at. I have never been cheered in my five years of working at the theater. Wait, no one really? ever no cheered. One ever cheered for you? Nope. Nope. Never. And we never had a hockey stick, so I couldn't play gumball hockey. Yeah, I don't see any reason why they would have that there, but um, good for them. Um, yeah, that was that was cute though. Uh, even though it would never happen, um, I did like that. I thought that was fun. That that's the kind of thing I could see like a young me seeing and being like, "Why well, don't work at it like a movie theater?" Because that seems like fun stuff like that happens a lot. Apparently, it doesn't. Don't do it. So 
now that we've discussed the movie and you you say yeah how many stars out of uh five would you give it i'll give it three okay. three stars it was fun yeah it's weird but it's fun yeah i agree i thought it was very fun um is yours three stars I don't know because it's like rating these movies is interesting because it's like you kind of for me like I'm rating it on nostalgia and like how much I get mm. out of it and not less like is it a good movie you know maybe I'll give it four at like okay. compared to like other Disney movies this is actually a pretty fun and exciting one um and just like a lot wacky stuff happens that I'm like you know like if you are in the mood for a decom this is like a pretty solid one okay so uh i'm gonna briefly talk about the fashion in this hey this is where i stopped Um, talking but um so like basically their like uniforms were like pants i don't even remember they're probably black and like a powder blue like shirt like dress shirt collared shirt and like a silk vest and a bow tie i have a question what did you wear and like did you have to clean it like what and did you wear the same thing all the time uh when i became a manager i got to wear a suit and so that was kind of fun yeah so i got to like um i was supposed to wear a jacket but i didn't want to so i wore a vest and i wore like different ties and learned different knots that was really fun like learned how to tie bow ties and like uh trinity knots and eldridge knots and all these different like cool tie knots um so that was okay that was the best part of the job was getting to wear a suit because that was really fun did you every single day you got to wear one yeah every day and like i had fun with it everyone some people complain about it but i like wearing a suit that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did they dry clean it for you? you no. Okay, so the, am I imagining this as like being a lot fancier than it was? Yes. Okay. Also, I didn't, this is also gross. Sorry, you're learning what a gross oh, human oh I am. My God, I no. didn't I wash too. it. You didn't? No, because I'd, I'd wear an undershirt and then unless I like spilled something on it, mm-hmm. I'd, um, I would, I'd wear a vest and then I'd roll up the sleeves and then like, the vest didn't get any stains. It was black. I guess it's and like the technically shirt. not touching you. So yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't need uh, to be washed. That was my little hack. I think I'd wash it like once a month. I I have a different suits. Like I, oh, okay. I had like seven suits, I think. Nice. Wow. Wow. I'm also curious. Yeah. I don't know how you'd see it, but with your fashion knowledge, okay. uh, I just picked random ties and shirt colors and combinations. So like I looked fucking insane um <laughs> uh, like polka dot ties with striped shirts and gray pants that weren't a color but it was a tie so i love when people so i like it when people wear like bright ass clothes like when they're like in suits and stuff like that i like specifically for guys because like usually people just wear black so no i think that's fun like what was like the craziest combination or did you like go out of your way to like look like very bright yeah. <laughs> okay, I love that. I think that's fun. That or I did my favorite combination was all black, uh, black shirt, black pants, black vest, everything black, and then a red tie. Aww, this like bright fun. red tie that I had. Yeah. For some reason, I thought like this is this is cool. That's badass. I'm sure I looked like dorky, but it was fun. Oh my god! Did people like <laughs> like did it like kind of brighten people's day that you were like wearing such bright ass clothes or like were they like? Eh? I think they try it tried to, but then they like look at my face and see how like grumpy I was, and then it'd be oh man, this sucks. Yeah. So I was super bright, but my face was sad. (laughs) Oh, okay. Going back to fashion, was there anything that stood out to you, or were you like, no, this is this is a movie? Do you notice fashion Mm -hmm. in movies? That's my question. I don't. 
Okay. But I did have a question for you yeah. about one particular scene in this movie. Another scene yeah. we just didn't talk about because there's so many crazy oh, scenes yeah, in this movie. Yeah. The one where they're on the top of the roof when they're oh, looking for oh the big inflatable god. thing. Oh my god, yeah. And oh, the fuck, phantom... I can't believe I forgot this. Yeah. Right? It's because yeah. there's so many crazy things in this movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not doing the best job summarizing this in like chronological order. It's just movie's nuts, so that's why. Yeah. It's it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh where the phantom puts the bag over the dude. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going crazy. I swear he's wearing sweatpants in that scene. <laughs> he's wearing like they're big baggy gray. I swear they're sweatpants. Oh my god. The uh, Pete, the Pete, the main guy. Oh. I swear he's wearing sweatpants. Oh, in that like scene. he's as his like uniform. Yes. I could be crazy. I am probably crazy, and I'm probably seeing things. But they're like big baggy pants, and they look like sweatpants. I did not notice that. Oh I could God. be wrong. I'm probably but, wrong. Okay, now I'm gonna go back and see if he's wearing sweatpants <laughs> with like his like movie theater uniform. Um, oh yeah, so basically there's this part where the kids are on the roof and they're kind of having like a, a come to Jesus moment and they're all like getting along and they're like, wow, like I like, I'm so glad that we're related and like, maybe this phantom guy isn't that bad and then he puts like a bag over he them. He puts and ties a them bag up. over them. Yeah, <laughs> like a bag that's big enough like to cover all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of like scenes in movies where they're like in on the roof for no reason or in mm -hmm. like air vents for no reason and anyway yeah that that was kind of ridiculous but um is that that's like the only fashion thing you know that's sorry I'm, I'm not a fashion no, no, fashionista it's okay that's not why i brought you on um <laughs> um but yeah not super noticeable fashion just very 2000s -y, lots of bright colors um mm. lots of like chunky highlights which is back now do you notice things like that the 2000s fashion is back or do you do you not care I notice it because other people tell me about it. Okay, okay. But yeah. other than that, I don't notice it. Okay. So, yeah, basically we both like the movie. We both think it's kind of wacky, but that that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, what do you, what's your opinion on movies? Um, do you think, like, do you like a lot of bad stuff? Like, because I do. Um, like bad movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I love bad like, movies. Okay, okay. There's, there's so much, like Sharknado, The, ah! uh, the Room, <laughs> Land, uh, or uh, Birdemic. Um, what's Birdemic? I, Oh my God, it's a treat. Oh it's God. awful. Look, Birdemic's fantastic. Um, I love bad movies. Okay. So this was fun. Like yeah. that's that's part of why I liked this. It was like, it's awful, it's bad. You're not, not great acting, not great story. They're fun. Yes. Do you like, like, yeah, I like really do like bad acting. I think it's very fun. Um, <laughs> especially kid bad acting, I think. It's yes. Um, and that, I feel like, that there's a lot of that in like DCOMs. That's why I like them so much. Um, mm. Okay, I have a question. What at, okay, so one of my favorite DCOMs like ever is like High School Musical. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay, is I that something like you're actively trying to avoid or like, is it just like not your thing? Um, I think I just missed it. Yeah, that's Like, I, it's just, I'm not like, I will never watch. It's just something that I missed it. Okay. And then I just haven't haven't had the time or the desire to watch it. There's other movies. Yeah. Oh, another question. I should have asked this earlier, but um, this is such a me question. Hmm. So you said before that you didn't know who Hillary Duff was. Oh no, you're gonna call me out on that. <laughs> Sorry, I have to. Call me I have out? to. I can't have an episode of this podcast without mentioning her because she's my everything. Um, hmm. So you did not know who she was. That she has no influence over your young life at all. None at all. Okay. My, oh. I'm no joke. The uh, biggest uh, 
Hillary Duff exposure I've ever had is the episode of Community that oh she is in. God. That is that is like what I know about Hillary Duff. Oh my god, that's so crazy. So, <laughs> did you like have much exposure to like kind of like teen or like young teen Disney pop stars that were like people obsessed over and paid too much money to go to concerts for? Like you didn't Not at miss all. that at all. Oh, okay. Not, I I had no exposure to it. Really? Absolutely none. Oh my god! So I'm like the wrong person to have on. This no, podcast. but that's like that's what makes it good. It's like I can't imagine my life having not been like all about that. So it's fun to have someone who like missed that completely. Mm. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, is there anyone that you like obsessed? Over? <laughs> hopefully not. I like feel like that being obsessed with someone for years is kind of bad for you. Um, so hopefully you didn't. As long as that. you don't stalk them, I think you're fine. I didn't do that. No. Um, didn't do that yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> so. Hillary Duff had no impact on your life. Um, and you're not someone who obsessed over other people, which is good. I'm glad that you didn't have that. Um, <laughs> we're wrapping up now. What, uh, do you have any like messages you want to promote? Oh shit. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. You are, but it's all this. good. Um, messages. Chill. Like, the world's ending. Let's let's all chill. Let's all relax. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, yeah, take take time for you. It's one of the most important things I've found about me is that like find me time. It's good. <laughs> I'm not very eloquent. No, I like that. I like it. Mm. I, I need to do more of that. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm really I had so much fun doing this. I really appreciate you saying yes because I was like, I feel like he'll say yes. <laughs> hundred so, percent. If you ever need another guest, let me know. I will have really you on fun. again. This was super Woo-hoo! fun. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining and uh, join us next time when you watch a Disney Channel movie. Bye. Bye.